Hello, and welcome to the Work Reset Revolution. I'm Cara DeLunga, founder and CEO of Softer Success. And in today's episode, I will talk about how to reprogram the brain to create a brighter future for ourselves and the planet. I'll share how I've reprogrammed and rewired my own neural pathways with lasting results. Be sure to listen all the way through as I have a few inspiring surprises at the end. Now, this is a kickoff for our next podcast series, which will be all about climate well-being, our own climate well-being and that of others. I'll have some amazing guests who will share their methods and practical ways to create change at work and integrate climate action into their daily lives. But first, I would like to ask you a question. How are you feeling about our future and the future of our planet? I'd like you to just take a deep breath in and out. And as you do that, think and see the kind of future you would like. Now, the last three years have brought a lot of uncertainty and trauma. And as we see more uncertainty in the world, it's important that we don't live in fear and address this trauma so we can collectively rewire our brains to create a better future. While many are fearful and feeling fearful about the future, I'm actually very excited about it and sitting in joy. I have already reprogrammed my brain, which sees a brighter future and how we have helped reverse the effects of climate change and are living in a more peaceful and balanced and harmonious state. All the things that are happening now are happening for a reason, as it is time for us to do things completely differently. We need to change the way we work, the way we live, and the way we think. It's time to rethink everything. And that is where we need the combination of science, innovation, technology, but also the ability to rewire our brains to think differently so that both our people and our planet can blossom, to be able to tune in to that inner wisdom that we all have and our collective wisdom. I recently spoke at a TED Talk where I talked about our current model of capitalism relies on what I term hard success, which boils down to prioritizing profits over people. And our hard success is driven by exploitation, greed, power, dehumanization, and overwork. What we need to do is shift into a softer success, where we get to prioritize people over profits. Softer success would enable us to rehumanize how we work to create an equitable, sustainable, cooperative, and ethical model of success. And as we see the rates of burnout rising, if we want to avoid a collapse of our workforce, we need to allow people to work in humane conditions with more humane values. And solving burnout in the workplace and changing the way we work is a huge priority. We also need to zoom out to the wider lens that shows us that greed, power hunger and exploitation are ever present all around us. We're not only burning out our people, we are burning out our planet. And the same systems that cause burnout are the same systems we use 
to abuse our planet. So it's crucial that we radically change the way we think, live and work to create a better future for our children and the world they'll live in. And all we need to do is to start collectively reprogramming our brain to do this and tune in to our hearts. I wanted to share with you a powerful method to help rewire our brain. Now, in a previous podcast, I spoke about rewiring the brain and accessing the theta side of the brain together with future script writing. Today, I'm talking about accessing alpha brain waves for more creativity, as well as gamma brain waves and our heart heart connection. Alpha meditation is based on a book called The Silver Mind Control Method by Joe Silver. A mind control can use the power of the mind to help us solve problems. One of the issues at the moment is that our minds are so blocked in fear and uncertainty and lack that we are not able to creatively solve problems in a different way. This method can help us recreate our future. Accessing alpha is another powerful method to help us rewire the brain. When we wake up in the morning, we're often already in alpha. It feels like a half dreamlike state when you are just waking up and the brain moves from sleep through alpha to get to beta brain waves, which is our waking state. The key concept here is to use your mind differently to how you have been taught or how you are using it and and, and how you use it allows you to tap into a higher consciousness. So what we're doing is reprogramming the brain. For the last three months, I have been doing alpha meditation in the morning, a theta meditation or short working meditation at lunch, and alpha or gamma in the evening. It only takes 10 to 15 minutes. Before starting the meditation, I imagine how I would like to feel in the future. And I feel it in every single cell of my body. I've focused specifically on climate well-being and how I would like to feel in the future. What I'm doing, how is our planet, and where am I? Pick something really specific. For example, I already imagined how I would feel while taking climate action with my team and what we're doing on a day-to-day basis in helping our planet and our people, and also my future sustainable workplace or house. The most important thing is to feel the emotions in your body. Why not try it for yourself? I've had such great results. So what I'd like you to do now, and if you're in a safe place and not driving, I'd like you to take a deep breath in through the nose and out through the mouth and feel in your body what it would be like to live on a a peaceful, safe planet where there is minimal fear. How are you living? How are you working? What is different? Take another deep breath in. And out. There are some very good meditations on this on an app like Insight Timer. You can look for alpha meditation or some of the gamma binaural beats meditation, uh, which are very helpful in rewiring the brain. 
and getting us into a different state. Often I start my walk in the morning and I sometimes pick up litter that I see on the street. And this started to happen as my children spoke to me about being worried about our environment. Why don't people pick up their litter? So we started to do it together. So just picking up the odd thing here and there helps me feel better. And in our research with Imperial College London, it also shows that it is possible to have high climate anxiety, but also high well-being. And by taking actions such as active hope, so protective factors are feelings of hope and meaningfulness, which can allow climate emotional responses to be translated into action while protecting our well-being. I speak to so many people that say, oh, it's already too late. What difference will it make if I take climate action now, if I start to do this? Well, the answer in short is we are not too late. We are never too late. You can start today and we can still reverse this. So speaking of hope and active hope, I'll finish with my latest short story, which I hope will inspire you and give you hope. So please sit back, relax and enjoy. Once upon a time, there was a beautiful planet called Earth. The humans that lived there lived peacefully alongside the animals and natural habitat. The humans had saved the Earth from becoming uninhabitable. You see, humans have been around for thousands of years. They are a very intelligent bunch and had learned to live in tune with the sun, the moon and the seasons. They'd created great civilizations. They created an industrial revolution and the most amazing advanced technology. The humans that lived in 2020 were smart, but they became too focused on money and power. They were addicted to their little smartphones and the way they connected with each other through them was very individualistic. This created loneliness and depression. People worked in silos in great big buildings and spent hours and days behind their blue screens. The businesses that they worked for had systems in place to make sure that the only focus was on the output of money and success and power. Humans had lost touch with their natural habitat, with the sun and moon cycles and the seasons. In fact, they had abused the planet's natural resources so much and for their own benefit that changes on the earth and the planet started to occur. A huge illness hit the world in 2020. And a lot of people died, and people began to realize that the way we were working and living was not good for themselves or the environment. But once they had kept this illness at bay, everybody forgot about that and decided it was business as usual. They got back into their planes and automobiles and carried on as before. But then the natural habitat and the earth began to fight back. Extreme temperatures had people fleeing from their countries. There were multiple floods and climatic disasters caused by pollution. And a few years after the first illness, another far deadlier pandemic caught the world. This new sickness and toxic dust were a deadly combination. There was fear, death and panic. And finally, the humans realized that they had come together. They had to come together, really come together. Everyone in the world had to take steps to help our planet. But first, though, the humans realized that they had to change the way they worked and lived. 
especially the way they worked, the same systems they had in place in the businesses were systems that caused the humans to feel worried and tired and burnt out. There was uncertainty, and this caused the humans to feel stressed and anxious. They were too busy to think about how to save the planet or what each person could do to make a difference. But the smart humans came up with a plan. The global environment government was created as a force for good. The five united global laws were created so that every country, region, and business was held accountable if they didn't adhere to the five global laws for the environment. The humans realized how much they needed nature. And the smartest humans saw that things had to break before they could build them up again. They also saw that they had to use measuring systems to prevent poor physical and mental health and to prevent burnout. They had to have well-being as a crucial resource and part of their work. And they also realized that they had to use a combination of science intellect and their collective inner wisdom to create a better future. It took them some years, but the amazing humans have managed to save the planet, the animals, and themselves. Now the humans are healthy. They don't live in fear. They work peacefully. And every single decision that is made is one that is in line with keeping the Earth and the humans healthy. Actually, it was science, intellect, and their inner knowledge that saved humans from extinction and their three biggest threats. They were able to find solutions and became known as the greatest discoverers of their time. Humans live peacefully alongside nature, its habitat and animals. They take care of the planet better than ever before. And the planet and nature takes care of them. Everybody lived happily ever after. Thank you for listening to the work of Reset Revolution. I'd like to know what has been your biggest takeaway from this conversation. As a next step, share this episode with anyone that you think may benefit. Follow us on LinkedIn at Softer Success for more inspiration to change the way we work and contact us at info at to find out more about our burnout assessment tool. If you have any feedback on how to improve, please do reach out to me as I'm always keen to learn more. Thank you so much for listening and we'll meet again on the next episode of Work Reset Revolution.